Welcome to a Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. My guest today is a chef who likes combining badass flavors and putting them in the perfect vessel between bread. Please welcome the chef behind Badass Sandwiches and now Badass Burgers, John Colasso. What's going on, John? What's going on, bud? Thank you for inviting me. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. I'm, I, uh, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while, and I thought this would be the perfect time when, with new things coming, so I thought it'd be a, a, this would be perfect. Um, so my first question always is, what's your go-to or favorite sandwich or lunch? Oh, wow. The Badass. The badass, yeah, the the original, it gives me back, brings me back to my childhood, you know, yeah. like tripletas, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's a very similar uh, variation, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> no, I that, I totally get that, and that's that's always a good one. That's always one of the ones I end up getting that, or I get the ninja. Oh, the ninja's uh, good. So tell people a little bit who have never been, tell people a little bit about badass sandwiches. Okay, so what we do, we try to make fun out of food if that makes sense you know that's the reason why we named the badass sandwiches i mean we're bad people it just means that the sandwiches are good and it's a fun little thing for us to to enjoy right i come from a really um classically trained background and when i met my wife you know hey what do you want to do next i'm like let's make sandwiches i was tired of like you know plating food in a fancy way so the way i call that is we make unorthodox sandwiches you know, we take very, very good ingredients and we put it in between, uh, like you said, a vessel of bread. Yeah. You know, so we have a lot of fun with it. So, so yeah. when you started, the your you know I, your story is amazing because I really, I know you started off as a food truck, but it, it, and I know there's like a story before the story of the food truck, but I know that you originally started as a food truck, and then it went from brick and mortar to, into like the first your first location in the in Primrose on in the Milk District. So what was the what was the hardest transition going from the food truck to now a de- to a dedicated restaurant? Like, and obviously this is a good chance for you to be able to tell your story of like how it kind of went, you know, because that is, I know you guys kind of, you guys did the hustle of the, of everything else when it was, you know, when there was a food truck to actually start. It's a really good question. Um, you have to be there every day. You know, you don't stop, at least with the food truck, you can take breaks in between, park it somewhere, go, 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 you know, go travel, take a month off, whatever, except with the brick and mortar, you can't do that. You got to keep going. You know, you have to keep going to stay relevant, you know, come up with new ideas, new specials, trending things and, you know, uh, keep going. The only cool thing about it is that our fan base that could not find us anymore were able to find us and it's really cool that we see still see people to the day that used to eat our sandwiches eight years ago and to me that's just an incredible feeling and it shows to me that we're not just in the food industry or hospital industry we're making relationships with the community and to me it's just like an incredible feeling you know when i see these people still to the day i mean so you included yeah i mean you know? <laughs> heck i remember eating i remember eating you the first time i think it was in an apartment complex yes it was i, I drove to a, like it I, was <laughs> yesterday bro I drove to an apartment. I was like, it wasn't even my apartment, but I wanted to eat your food. I was like, I gotta go. So, and I remember. I mean, that was the and you know, and granted, you you did. A, I was I was starstruck. <laughs> Whatever, you, dude. You you knew so many people. Everybody knew you, and I'm like, here's the sandwich, Biggie. You know, or Biggie's here. I'm like, ah, oh, come on, you see a Biggie rather. Back then, I'm like, yeah. whoa. 
What's up? <laughs> no, man. It's and but I think great memory. One of the things that you what that I appreciate of, that you guys have done, and you guys have always been kind of almost ahead of the game. You've always been one step ahead of the game, and willing. It's almost like willing to take the risk one step of the ahead of the game. Which and, and what I say, and why I say that is because. When you guys started, it was like what 2015, 2016. It was the was it the truck. Yeah. So yeah. you guys started. When you guys started with the truck, there were, we were we were in that. You guys were in during the time when I would say Orlando was at its like peak truck season, where everyone there was remember. like we had the food truck bazaars. Wow. Everyone was doing all those things. I mean, it was Good like times. every month. I mean, it was amazing how many food trucks we had. I was, I was, I was eating so much food truck food, <laughs> it was, it was crazy. Um, but I and 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 it was amazing to, to see. But then what I noticed was it was awesome. We it reaches a point and it got harder to do stuff. And then all of a sudden, you guys had to like make a decision. What's my net? You know, and you guys then said, "Hey, we're gonna have to go and pick a place and and you know and and jump and do that." So like how. Tell me a little bit about some of that, like what goes in your mindset of doing that? Because you did that for the first one and for like the first location, mm-hmm. then you did it and you guys were like, Hey, we're going to open another location. Yes. And then we also, and then, you know, and that was during COVID. And then now we also now are in your next kind of uh, iteration of uh, food. Uh, you know, for punishment. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm kind of curious, like what, what, what goes into your mindset when you're thinking of these things and planning ahead? I don't know. I just want to showcase more of our food. You know, I want more people to experience our food and what we have to offer. Like I mentioned earlier, a few minutes ago, we have very Orthodox sandwiches and it's all about education, educating people. So that's how we're trying to open another location now, which is called Badass Burgers. It's about just having fun, you know, and I don't know, nurture the most people we can, I guess. That's yeah. how I, I call it, you know, yeah. nurture people. So... I don't know. Here we are. And what about what about the fact of like taking taking that risk? Because it's always I mean, obviously, it's always, you know, the convenient way would have been stay in the food truck or, or do something like that. Safe pop way. up, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But you guys took risk. You guys obviously took chances uh, to do those things. And then you're and it's the same thing. You you took a chance during, you know, and obviously it was it wasn't your plan. It like COVID hit. Of course. When you open your next location, um, you know, your next badass sandwich location. And then, you know, and now you're going into the, this next thing, which that one, I don't think of it as mu- I think of it as a risk, but I don't think of it as much it's of a different. risk because you've already def- you've already kind of com- made yourself. You're known as a commodity of like delicious food. Thank you. So it's Thank like, you, you know, and it's true, like your your sandwiches are, you know, it's like Wagyu beef. It's like you're okay. not you can go you can go. You're, you're going to get like, you know, delicious pork belly. I mean, there's going to be. All these different flavors and different things. Lobster. I mean, you're going to like there's things that you're going to be like, okay, you know, sometimes people I know sometimes you deal with. And I'm kind of curious about one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was in the beginning, you kind of change your 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 kind of like your your not your tone, but your thought process. In the beginning, you were very, um, I would say, very chef-like in the sense that oh, big time. this is what it is, and if you don't like it, if you don't like it, <laughs> to hell with you. Get something is, else. Yeah, go get somewhere else. <laughs> but, no modifications. <laughs> yeah, no modifications was always on the menu, and now you've kind of changed. So I'm kind of curious, like what led to that change of going? And I'm not saying that you were letting like everything be modified, no, but there's no. slight like, hey, I'm you know, can we modify this or take this? So tell me a little bit about where that came from. About so going back with the risks. We don't stop, you know, we have to keep going. 
Um, the way I look at it is you have to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. You know what I mean? We found this opportunity when Kathy Rolls was closing, unfortunately. They're good friends of ours. So we figured, hey, you know what? Let me ease the pain of closing your restaurant. Let us open our rest, our concept. And I think it worked well, you know. So that being said, uh, we keep going. I want to showcase what I want to showcase. Um, I have a, a huge... Uh, support system of course my wife you know her she's incredible yep you know so we just gotta keep going when it comes to that you know as far as the the home modification part it's funny nobody has ever called me out and i thank you <laughs> but the reason why we actually change our vision is because we're in the hospitality industry really mm -hmm. you know we're we're in the industry of making people happy you know our um, goal statement or mission statement is, hey, you're coming to Badass, you're having a bad day. Once you leave Badass, you're going to be happy. You know, it's going to be the best day of, of your life, right? So that being said, we have to somewhat um, get accustomed to that, you know. If you want a Badass No Onion, okay, fine. You can have it without onions. I get it, you yeah. know. You, anyway, it was funny because it was, it was with a whole pickle issue. You know, it's either pickled onions or nobody likes pickles. So I'm like, but damn, the sandwich is really good. It needs the pickled onions. I was just so, so, excuse my French, I was a very a-hole about it, you yeah. know. But like I said, at the end of the day, we're in the business of making people happy, you know, accommodating people. And you know what? Eventually, I was like, fine, you know. So what I did do, which my wife and I, you know, we had a pretty, not pretty big, but a lot of debates about it. I put a sign that says, modified at your own risk. Yeah. You know, and at that point, if you switch the sandwich or if you modify the sandwich and you don't like it, that's on you, sir or ma'am. You know, that's the reason why yeah. we put that on there. So. Yeah, like I said, we're in the business of making people happy. And that makes <laughs> that makes total sense because so. I I can totally see the fact of like you create you've created the sandwich that has these flavor profiles that are trying to be had and you're like, you know, and and then at the same time, you also have then people going, "Oh no, um can we I don't like this and I don't like this." Then they take it away and they're like, "Oh, but it wasn't that good." And then you're like, "Well, geez, I'm like, well, of course you didn't have it the way I told you and the flavor you're not getting you're not getting the sweet, the the sour, the, you know, the, all the different flavor content you know, that I want you to have." Got so, it. I totally understand. I understand both sides of it. <laughs> but so I appreciate, you know, and I thought of that because I, I did have some friends that were like, oh, but I don't like onions. And I was like, dude, you're going to have to eat it. I'm like, in the <laughs> beginning when we would go, I'm like, it's good. You're going to have to eat it. I'm sorry. I'm like, I eat all of it, so I don't care. Uh, yeah, that's know. funny. Um, so what is it? You've about? known us for that long. You've yeah. known us for that long, which yeah. is great. I yeah. love it. I've been, I've been there since the beginning. I, yes, I love it all. Yes, so, so what is it about the sandwich that makes it the perfect vessel for your food? Because obviously it's within bread now. You know, you're going from sandwiches. Now you're going to burgers. Uh, which to me are burgers and sandwiches are cousins is what I call them. So they're primos. Um, so that's kind of how they're all handheld friends. So yeah. what is it? What is it about the, you know, the sandwich and the burger that is like makes it the perfect vessel for your food and your, in your vision? I, for instance, you know, as I mentioned before, I've been classically trained chef for, you know, worked in many fine dining establishments, New York, Boston, Martha's Vineyard, all over what happens that you get home at two o'clock in the morning, right? Either drunk or whatever, you know, from working and then going to the bar like normal, normal yeah. chefs, that's what they do, you know, and what do you eat? You either eat a burger, you know, you either eat a sandwich, cereal. 
I'm not opening a cereal restaurant, but I'm just saying, like, you yeah. look for the type of foods that are somewhat comforting, you know. Um, now I sell sandwiches, so you're really good food. But the point is this, that why sandwiches? Just because it's just comfort food. Everybody can relate, yeah. you know. You can make a really incredible sandwich, you know, um, and be the best meal of your life. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a Wagyu, A5 filet topped with foie gras. You know, it could be yeah. a simple sandwich or a simple burger, yeah. you know. And the reason why, it's just everybody can relate. Nope. You know, you can make whichever burger or whichever sandwich, you know, all the way to just a plain hamburger, all the way to, you know, uh, an incredible, uh, very expensive burger. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know, just come for food. That's the reason why burgers and sandwiches right no, now. No, hey, you're not, you're not going to get any complaints from me. I know, I, like, I know I, you love sandwiches. This is, this, this, that, you're speaking my language. That's, I agree with that because that's, I make everything, I try to make everything into a sandwich. Um, I know you do. So, with that being said, um, obviously I'm always, I always love to ask people that are like, that are chefs and people that are kind of when they're creating different levels, levels of flavor, I want to know what are some ho- at home sandwich making tips? Wow. That's a good one. Um, hmm. make your own pickles at home. Like for instance, I love making either pickles, but I'm into, um, doing confit a lot, like either confit onions or tomatoes. And instead of doing pickles, you process them in oil. You know what I mean? So, like I said, I have a confit tomatoes. I have confit onions, garlic. I mean, you name it, I have it, you know. So, um, and that alone will really step up your sandwich game, I truly believe. You know, like, different, and also build layers, okay. you know. Make sure that... I, Build the layers as if you want the sandwich to taste, if that makes sense, you know. Don't flip it over. Try not to put your veggies on the bottom. So I hate when people do that. I like to build a sandwich with the base of the sauce, then the cheese, meat, a pickle of some sort, then maybe a different type of meat, and then your veggies and so forth, you know. And, of course, I always layer each layer of vegetables, whether it's tomato or lettuce or onion, raw onion, whatever it is, with a little bit of salt and pepper. Every Always. time, you Always. know, just to bring out the flavor, you know, pretty simple, you know, or a pepper or something like that. So okay. that's pretty much it. What about toast, toast your bread too? Oh yeah, you gotta have you gotta have that. <laughs> it, well, it gives you that layer and it also holds your sandwich yes. up because sometimes if you put yeah. too many things. Uh-huh. What about you? You do a lot of different aiolis and yes, different mixtures. Um, do you just kind of like play play with the different flavors and just kind of like? Because I sometimes joke around. I tell my wife, I was like, "Oh, we're gonna do sweet chili sauce and mayonnaise. And we're just gonna mix it up yeah. and just you know and add a little something to it." Yeah, yeah have some just fun play with, with it. it. That's that's what it's about. Yeah. You have to have a lot of fun with it. I have a lot of fun with the staff when I make sandwiches and I cut up or meats or whatever, and I go, "Hey guys, Scooby snack time," you know, and they're like, they already know. Oh, thank you, chef. You know, so. You, oh, you have to have fun with it. You know, a lot of restaurants don't do that because, let's say, if it's wacky, it's very expensive, right? But you want your staff to experience it too. Yeah. You know, so we just play with food and hope for the best that it tastes the best. Yeah. You know, so what? But we have a lot of fun with it. That's in in our business. I believe that's the key to have fun. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, especially since you're, it's so, it's a lot of repetition. You got it's it. It's a lot of work. You got uh, it. It's nonstop. You got it. Uh, you know, so I, I totally can see where if you don't make it fun, then you're, it, this makes it very difficult. It doesn't make sense. The food doesn't taste good. doesn't taste the same at all. Exactly. Happy staff, so happy food. You good got food, it, right? Sir. Of course, yeah. always. Whether it's a sandwich or even a bowl of cereal. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Exactly so. the truth. What, um. So I know we talked a little bit about the burger aspect of it, but yes, my curious, I was curious on like, what made you decide to say, Hey, I want to get into the bur I want to do burgers now. Like what, and then what, and what can people expect differently 
to if they were to come to when they come to Badass Burgers, what do what can they expect when they come? So, <clears throat> why burgers? Again, comfort food. You know, we love burgers. We love sandwiches. We love pizza. I don't. I wouldn't do that. Let the experts do that. Pizza Bruno. Much love to you, bro. But you know, just. I always wanted to do burgers because it's just in between two pieces of bread, just like the sandwiches are. You know, and my wife, to be honest, she loves burgers. So what can you expect when you come to Badass Burgers? You're going to expect, you know, high quality beef, better than the norm. Uh, we're going to be making the buns in-house. We have really, really good ice cream coming on board. Just very... <laughs> Pretty simple stuff, you know. Um, and then, of course, we're going to be doing a blend of Australian full blood, uh, full, sorry, full blood Australian Wagyu. So we're pretty excited about that. So, is it a smash burger? Is it a like a thick burger? What, what do you kind of? I'm always kind of curious because, like, that's like the big trend now is the smash burger. It is, it is. So. But a lot of people are making the smash burgers too crunchy, like, like it looks the, like the a cracker. Crust, yeah. So yeah, yeah. mine, I'm gonna call it little smash. How about that? Okay. Because it's not smashed. It's still gonna be juicy in the middle. I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. Yeah, Let yeah. them do it. That's what they're doing. I love it though. Yeah. But it, our concept is gonna be a little bit different. It's just gonna be a nice juicy burger. Similar to the Five Guys, you know, okay. Five Guys is not quite a smash. Yeah, uh, yeah. something like that. Okay. You know, so what? Um, fries or your chips? Just French fries. That's it. All we're doing is just French fries. No okay. chips. Plain French fries. That's it. Oh, they're gonna be, be uh, fried in beef tallow as well, oh. instead of just regular canola oil. Okay, and then so and you said ice cream. So does that mean we're having there's milkshakes involved or yes, is sir? Yes, sir. Looking for we have a we're gonna be doing soft serve ice cream. You know, somewhat similar to like what you get, let's say, at McDonald's, something. We don't want to do what Kelly's Ice Cream does. They do it well. That's not what we're striving for. What we're striving to do is just really good sub-serve ice cream, milkshakes, french fries. And we're also doing hand pies. You know, I grew up with hand pies. Oh. When back in the day, we used to call it apple pie de manzana. Yeah, 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 you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. From Burger King. Yeah, or McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. You know, McDonald's had the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. So we're stoked to be doing that. Just keep it simple. Um, your old school nostalgic uh, burger joint. That's what we want. No, I love you know? that. I love so. that. I love the idea of a burger, burger fries and a shake. You can, you, uh, you know, like a little combo, and you just that's simple. It, man. Simple. We're gonna have meals. It's starting at eleven ninety nine for French fries, a cheeseburger, and a drink. Can't beat that. That's great, man. You know, so I'm excited. Yeah. I'm Thank excited. You. What's uh, what's the time frame? Are we looking at? Are we looking at somewhere in the September, October range? I, I, let's say first week of October. Okay, you know, to be safe. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Soft opening is getting there really close. I was really, gonna say really, really quickly. I was, gonna, <laughs> I was, and and I, I'm assuming are you are you guys? And I'm always kind of curious when people that have multiple locations or multiple spots. Um, is your team from Badass Sandwiches? Is it going to be a mix? Like you will expect like to see them. Yeah. Like you're able to like kind of cross pollinate and yes, have sir. them so that way they're kind of both in different areas, but yes, at the sir. same time. That's that's awesome. It's very yeah. smart to be able to it's do. That's cool. why I was curious. And it's yeah. the fact that you're not that it's like not that far of the dis- massive all. distance across from not each other, yes, which sir. is phenomenal. That's awesome, man. Thank you. What um what's been what do you think has been your recipe for success? The energy I guess I have in me, you know, is I don't stop. <clears throat> I like keep, to keep going. I like I love motivating people. Um I love nurturing people. That's mainly what I got into this business for, you know, into into cooking. You know, this it's a different feeling when you're feeding somebody your hard earned work, you know, and they see it and they taste it, they enjoy it, you know, and to me it's just incredible. So yeah. I love that. Thank I love you. that. What um 
What in, what inspires what inspires you? The people I have around me, my wife, my mother, the staff. Um, the life that I have in general inspires me. You know, I get to get up every day, you know, and um, inspire people, I guess, in some sense. Motivate people, guide people, teach people, employ people. You know, the guys that we have, they come in and, man, you know, that the, the fact that they can survive and feed themselves with our checks that we're giving them, I guess, our wages, you know, yeah. it's it's pretty incredible. So... That's my inspiration. No, man. Yeah. I get it. I get it. That's, that's kind of the, what, um, I was, one of the other questions I had for you was mm -hmm. what is a, what is, well, we've talked about what is the secret or things like that, but what advice would you give? I was, I was going to ask you what's, I guess, since I asked you about the sandwich, I'm going to say what, what tips can you give someone who's making a burger at home? I'm going to ask that one because I'm kind of <laughs> curious now because I like making burgers at home as well. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a big fan of using I do a lot of sauteed onions. Like Love I do it. the sauteed mushrooms for my wife. We try to make it like a burger bar where we try to get all the different toppings yeah. to try to go that route. Is do you have any any tips on you know, especially if someone's like either grilling or doing something at home for a burger? Don't grill your burger. Don't grill the burger. On okay. a plancha, like a sauteed pan or something, or what, or like a cast case, iron or a cast a iron. Cast iron, oh, beautiful. Yeah, of course, yeah, he holds iron. the heat well. Yeah. Um, don't. Butcher your burger, meaning don't push don't do it the push, hard. don't yeah. do the push that everyone likes. Yeah, you, you, you can do this yeah. a little smash yeah, yeah. like that, but not to kill the burger. Yeah, you know, keep no. some juice. Don't squeeze. Yeah, leave all the juice in. Yeah, there. absolutely. And then, uh, and what's you? And usually, obviously, a medium. You, it's like, how do you? <laughs> I, this is one of those where I laugh because <laughs> I sometimes think of when you said no modifications. That's how I feel when I grill when I grill for people because then you got people that are like, "Oh no, that's too rare," and then I'm just like, "Dude, put it in the microwave." Then I don't really care. I don't know what to tell you. And I'm like, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you either. So, so yeah, that's always a tough one. What um, what advice would you give someone who's starting out and wants to start something? What advice would you give them? Do it. You know, a lot of people don't do things in life because they're scared. Yeah. You know, they're either uh, uh, scared of rejection, scared of, uh, scared of failure, you know, scared of falling. Why don't you, let's say, why don't people do skateboarding, right? Because you do, you're afraid you're going to fall. But if you're fearless, you keep going, you know, just jump. I mean, when I opened my first store, I, man, I, <laughs> I play for every single credit card you can think of, you know, yeah. like. My wife told me, let's open here. I'm like, you're crazy. Okay, we're bro, but I can make it happen. I apply for every single credit card there is. You know, just, you can't be fearless. You can't be uh, fearful. You have to just jump and get it done. You know, so if you have any dreams, if you have, you know, you know how they say that you have that little voice behind your ear mm -hmm. to, that bugs you so much, get it done. If you don't do it, you're going to regret it. I live it. I live it. Every so often I get that voice, do it and I don't do it. I'm like, shh. I'm sorry. I was no, you could say, oh, shit, why didn't I do that? You know what I mean? And then my wife tells me, didn't you listen to that little voice? I'm like, no. Well, <laughs> why the fuck now? You know what I mean? So just do it. You know, you just have to keep going. Um, just don't have any fear. So it's uh, Someone told me so, once, one of my guests told me once that uh, like uh, when you get an, an idea, is like a muse telling you like, hey, this is what you should do. And if you don't do it, it'll go away and go to someone else and then someone else does it. It happens. And it happens. It happens a lot. And uh, and I'm seeing it more and more now when I Absolutely. as I've been doing these podcasts and talking to people and just coming up with ideas. And later on, you're like, oh, man, I totally should have done that. Uh, and then that kind of happens. So, yeah, I totally get that. Um, what's 
I got one more question and then I, I then I want you to plug what's <laughs> what's the I guess I'm always kind of curious people who own restaurants because um, we as a customer I see the outside I don't ever see the inside of okay. the house so my question is what's the hardest part about running a restaurant that people don't realize the hardest part to be honest with you is being able to I call it cater you know or rather adjust yourself to each personality that you have in that establishment. To me, personally, that's the hardest part. It's not how to meet numbers or meet goals. To me, it's that. Like, how do you keep all of your employees happy? How do you yourself change either, whether it's your vocabulary, because some people, you, you have to do that. You have to change your tone of voice, etc. How do you change for everybody else you're still by still being yourself mm -hmm. and without losing yourself if that makes sense yeah that's the hardest part in order you know to run an establishment because obviously there's so many parts you cannot do it by yourself you have to have a team you have to have a crew to me that's the hardest part but you also learn from it you know what i mean I, i've learned so much from our staff you know how to have more patience you know i tend to be a little bit uh uh perfectionist i guess in this business in order to keep people i had to kind of let that go a little bit so like i've learned so much this past few years you know so to me that's the hardest part like how do you change into 10 different people think yeah. about it if you have 10 10 staff members you kind of have to change you know each time you know because you're kind of like their mentor at the same time you know we hire a lot of misfits you know we have to mentor them in order for them you know to, to do well right so we have to guide them whether sometimes it's it's in life you know, why do we do that? Because like you said, happy, 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 happy employee, happy customer. You know, that's yeah. that that's our foundation. So to me, that's the hardest part. Everything else is pretty easy, I okay. think. So what how difficult is it for you? And, and I look at it as because you obviously have you curated a menu. You've come up with everything. Mm -hmm. And then it's one of those where I'm assuming it's kind of almost like when you're like a teaching a, like a parent teaching their child because mm -hmm. you have other people now doing your food you're not in the restaurant all the time in mm -hmm. the beginning you that's what people expected they expected to see you and they expected your food now when you walk in you may not be there because obviously you're a business person mm -hmm. you got other things to deal with yes but people are expecting the same flavors the same quality of food that mm -hmm. you're going to be doing yes, sir. how difficult is that sometimes to have that um kind of almost like the let go of the training wheels yeah. and let the kid let let the kid <laughs> you know you know what i mean like let the let the cook cook yeah. and uh, and kind of and let them be and at the same time keep it within your of course. your process like how mm -hmm. difficult is that it was very difficult at the beginning when i decided to you know what i've worked a whole year straight you know eight nine actually more like nine months straight without a day off and i started oh you know what let me think about myself a little bit i have a lot of older friends and a, friend, a particular friend of mine tells me you have to feed the machine you have to make sure that you have time for yourself you have to make sure that you you know that you do x y and z for yourself if not mm -hmm. you're not gonna make it you know yeah. and these are like people that love to be outdoors he he loves more uh, uh, uh what do you call that their bikes right yeah you know so he tells me he's the also a butcher and all that stuff. And he taught me so much. He tells me, make sure that you feed the machine. Make sure that you have time for yourself. Now, I started doing that. And, of course, I'm looking at the cameras all the time until, until I, I met this guy. He owns a restaurant in, in Smyrna Beach. 
And uh, we got there around 3, 30, 4 o'clock, and he was just pulling up in this badass boat. I mean, sick, like four-engine boat. And I was like, wow, and all this fish. And he, that was, uh, he owns that restaurant. And I got the pleasure to meet him. I forgot his name, but he tells me, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm just checking the restaurant. The camera's he's like, well, excuse my friend. He tells me just like this, well, why the fuck aren't you there? Like, what do you mean? Well, if you're looking at the fucking cameras, might as well just be there. Enjoy your fucking time. You're at my place. I'm like, oh, shit. And he would treat me to a beer, you know. He was so hospitable. And he's been doing this for so long that I listened to him. I'm like, okay, got it. So what happens? Now I don't worry so much. I have a really good team. I have a good manager that runs things. I'm, of course, I go every day and I do line checks and taste things, etc. But in order for me to be able to live and not blow my brains out... <laughs> No, it's I had important. to. I had to let go, and you know what's more important. You know, to me, quality of life is important. Be with my wife, being at home with our dogs, travel, spend time with my mother. You know, when my son comes into town, I get to spend time with him. So it was very difficult letting go, but at the same time, I started learning what's more important in life. You know what I mean? Working is important, absolutely. And people are oh, chasing the dollar. No, fuck that. Stop chasing the dollar. You know what I'm saying? The dollar is good. Of course, to live. But if I keep chasing the dollar, chasing the dollar, chasing the dollar, I might never get it. And then I'm going to lose, you know, the great opportunities in life and spending time with my family. That makes sense. Yeah. Totally. So it was very hard to let go. But now I'm doing, I'm, I'm living my best life. And it's I, great. And I think that's so important. And I think you know. it's a massive lesson for, uh, Absolutely. for everyone to kind of figure out what it is. Because at the end of the day, like... Uh, you know, and I, I've I've heard that before, like the whole idea of the recreation, having the recreation, the socialization, you know, like the being useful, the responsibility, Got it. all those things are so important in like the balance of life. And and if you don't have those things, then then at the end, like when you look back, you're like, well, what did I do? What yeah. you know, all I, what do I have for my it? legacy? Yeah. What's my legacy besides, you know, yeah, I have great people and food, but it's like, what have I done? I haven't. What do I do to enjoy myself? So I totally understand the feeding the feeding the machine. You have to. Um, that makes total sense. You love traveling. I, I love when you travel yeah, Alaska man. and all that. Yeah, Come on. Dude, when I travel, <laughs> I do. I'm like, I, that's one of the things that my family and I like to do. And we uh, we try to I, and I get inspired. And that's kind of what it is. Right. Whenever you guys when you get to travel go away somewhere, you get that inspiration. Yes. You you always feel revitalized and you kind of seeing something from somewhere else. Um, to me, I use it as like every time I go out somewhere, I'm like, I get inspired either for something that I think I'm like, Ooh, this would be fun to do, or we should have this in Orlando. Um, things like that. So I, I, I definitely understand Create that. memories for sure. Yeah. Where can people find you? Where can people follow you? Where can mostly, where can people eat, um, your food? Badass sandwich. Google it. We're everywhere. <laughs> No, but check out check us check us out badass underscore sandwich at Instagram. Check us out check out our Facebook page. We're at two zero seven North Primrose Drive in Orlando. You know we're we're working on some really cool projects as we speak. So stay tuned, guys. So I'm gonna ask the I'm gonna ask the last I was gonna ask in the beginning, but I'm gonna ask it because so the way badass is spelled, obviously it's badass, but it's bad and then it's A S apostrophe S. Yes. So why what <laughs> why was that? I'm assuming like that makes it hard. Was it because it makes it easier for like things not to be um like I guess screened or at least kind of like where it makes it like, oh well this is a profanity or something like that? Is that what it is? Or what was the what was the thought of that? Pretty much when I came up with the name back wow nine years ago almost ten years ago, when I met my wife, the reason why we put the apostrophe is yes you got it it's just so it's uh 
almost like a custom, you know, to the as word. So it's really not as, it's as is. Yeah. But if you say badass, yeah. it's still kind of like, yeah. you know, so the reason why we did that is just so people, I guess so people accept us more mm -hmm. and easier versus thinking that is, like you mentioned, a profanity or negativity, yeah. you know. So, and it's funny, um, a lot of people didn't want us in their events, but a lot of people did. And, you know, YMCA didn't want us. And I'm okay with that. Once we opened Primrose, then they wanted us. UCF didn't want us either on campus. And I believe, the yeah, because they didn't know and any better. Sucked, they didn't know they any knew better, us, right? You got it. Then they knew us, and then as the community got to know us, they're like, holy crap, these are actually pretty good people. Let's invite them to our events, you know? And we got invited to churches, you know? And it was really, really cool. Oh, even, even soccer events, you know? Huge soccer events with, you know, hundreds of kids playing yeah. soccer all the way from peewee all the way till teens, yeah. you know? And to me, that was really cool when we got accepted more and more I was like okay let's have more fun now you know yeah. and little by little and we do really cool stuff you know it's, it's really great being part of the community well, I, know, so. I was always kind of curious on like that because <laughs> I figure that's like a hurdle that would have been a hurdle for you guys in the beginning and then yeah. when they're like Okay, I get like, and then when they try People the food, it, then yeah. when they eat the food, they're like, okay, I get it. This is a badass sandwich. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I understand. So yeah, but it was bad. It was bad. I never forget when, like I said, YMCA. They they wanted us their event. Like they loved the food, they loved the concept, but they said that the name had to change and also the menu items. I'm like, but I can't do that. And I needed the money so bad, bro. And I was yeah. like, no. I'm not going to do this and ended up being like, we didn't do it and here we are now. Yeah. So everything happens for a reason, man. We're blessed. So oh, what can sure. I say? For sure, man. <laughs> well, John, thank you so much for having uh, having lunch with me today. I really appreciate it. Um, that's our show for today. Thank you so much to John Colasso of Badass Sandwiches, Badass Burgers um, for being on and having lunch with me. Definitely make sure to check out both of their locations. Uh, and if, if you've had their food, I want to see, you know, everyone always sends to take pictures. I always love seeing sandwich. I'll take any handheld pictures just show me just show me the pictures um if you enjoyed the show definitely make sure to subscribe if you want to support me check out my brand deli fresh threads um obviously do some shopping for sure if you're wearing if you own my stuff every time you wear it take a picture and post it um the more people that know about my my, my brand the better um thank you until next time keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion thanks everyone